Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Claire. And this is Cece. And happy Sunday, everyone. Listening into our page six of season three, episode four on October 17th, 2021. Grab a snack or sip some tea as we dive into our culture chat on music and how music media affects us. So today is going to be a little different, uh, this episode. Basically, uh, the reason why is because we have a guest with us today. His name is Migs, and he's a friend of ours. Yeah, he's right there. Migs, do you want to just, like, quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, Migs. Um, I've been friends with Claire and Cece throughout high school. And, yeah, there's some some dope people. There's some awesome people. So, yeah. Oh, thanks. You're dope, too, Migs. (laughs) And I think one thing we know as his friends is, like, he's definitely very into music like and so yes lord yeah (laughs) and so that's why we invited him today basically uh this is definitely a more casual page six episode and we hope you have fun listening to it yeah cc um why don't we get things started over here um what's your favorite type of genre like what music do you like to listen to i think i'm definitely more of a mainstream pop girl i listen to all the bigger hits and whatnot but I do like also like hip-hop and and some R&B I would say but also like country k-pop experimental but I know that's definitely not the case for you guys nope so the rest of our friend group is really not into mainstream pop I think that's just CC. but for the rest of us we do listen to a lot of chill music R&B indie um i think also a lot of k-pop that's a big one too and i think indie rock is a very prevalent genre in our music taste as well yeah i guess as for myself as for myself uh i like um, i like all kinds of music i'd say i have a very like wide diverse you know taste in music um it can range from like stuff from the currents 2010s, 2000s, 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s. But I mean, I like all. I like just music that you know makes me want to dance. I like you know, hip hop. Um, I like soul R and B, from the oldies. You know, I just I like it all. So I mean, I would say I like a lot of artists, a lot of styles of music. So I'm very open to you know talking about anything, like any any genre, any artists. I'm very open to it. I think one topic that I think would be a good starter is talking about like why you're into the music you're into. So I know Megs, you mentioned about you liking music that makes you want to dance. Do you want to elaborate on that? Like why, yeah, yeah, like yeah. choose us, maybe maybe like choose a song that's more representative of, of the genres that you're into. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Um, I mean, I guess no one song can you know represent my music taste, but I can start with one. Well, but basically, I just like music, you know, that just makes me feel, like, lively, makes me feel, like, excited and happy. Um, it just makes me want to, like, dance around, have fun with people around me, and just, like, you know, have a good time. I think a good representation of that is um, probably one of my favorite artists from the 2000s, you know, and to today. Um, it's uh, Justin Timberlake. He made the song called Rock, Rock uh-huh. Your Body. It's one that's like, don't be so quick to walk away. that one that one that's Mm -hmm. like that like that album you know justified you know to me that was a very 
that was one that was his best album to me personally just because he got um he got production help from the neptunes which is a very a very iconic hip-hop production group or just music production group that was that's been working since the 90s um that consists of pharrell williams and chad hugo um so the thing about justin timberlake before prior to this to this album which was justified was his first solo album um he was a part of nsync and nsync you know definitely mm-hmm. had that like boy band type of vibe you know like Absolutely. good boys stuff like that but with the help of you know pharrell and chad the neptunes like they had um the thing that was so unique about their production was they had such a provocative sound it was so spacey it was out of this world but it made you always always want to like dance or groove and justin timber like you know he just fit the perfect mold for it you know a uh, fun fact about like you know most of this album that rock your body was was in um it's a very fun fact but um pharrell williams He's been sending the the beats that were used on Justin Timberlake's you know debut album. Um, he's been trying to send those to Michael Jackson for years. So mm-hmm. basically, a lot of the songs that were on Justin Timberlake's first album was meant for Michael Jackson. And you know, oh, Michael Jackson, yeah, like the king of pop, you know, the greatest, yeah, in my opinion. Um, like probably the greatest entertainer, and I can talk about him later. But like we'll talk, we'll stick on Justin Timberlake for now. But um, they, I thought that was pretty cool, you know. Um, like a lot of those, like Rock Your Body, like a lot of that stuff was like you know meant for um Michael Jackson, and I thought that was really interesting. And I feel like Justin Timberlake does you know fit the mold of, I mean no one can touch Michael, but um no, but um, Justin Timberlake was. He definitely fit the mold, you know. He was like someone that loved to dance. He had a nice falsetto. Mm-hmm. He can, he can just sing, get everyone hi- hyped, you know. Just like, ah, uh, just that song is so amazing to me. Like, from the production, the bridge, the hook, just it's just so infectious around like everyone. Like, I I bet that like that song was like going crazy throughout the clubs and like school dances and everything. But yeah, I mean, something that you know that's. I guess that's a good representation of some stuff I like, you know, just some stuff that makes you want to dance. Like even to this day, like that song could get people to want to dance and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing I like about that stuff is very representative of like the two thousand, yeah, like late nineteen nineties, early two thousand era, and a big part is like that nostalgia music, right? Like I think I was born yet when the music when Rock Your Body came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I was born yet. And so I didn't and honestly, I didn't grow up listening to that music either because you know, my parents never just mm-hmm. never yeah. really listened to like <laughs> mainstream like English. Well, yeah, Rock Your Body music, came right? out um Justified, which was his debut album that came out in uh, November 4, 2002, which is yeah. actually on my birthday. Oh yeah, we were not actually, alive year, back then. That was a year <laughs> that was a year a year after I was born, November 4, 2002. Because I was born yeah. in 01, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So for like me, I never really heard it until say like middle school. But at the same time, like when I first heard it, it's that feeling. And like even now when I listen to it, it's very nostalgic, even though I wasn't there when it was big, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people are saying about music these days is like people often like not prefer 
but like they're like oh the music back then was better right I, I definitely feel that yeah the nostalgia factor mm-hmm. just, you know like yeah I think another thing was like I just felt like like I guess I guess another reason people might say that because I guess you know today the music industry can kind of just be like a cash grab I just feel like you know back then people were just you know making music to make music you know mm-hmm. like making music to express yeah to express themselves like to to make a name for themselves and just like show the world who they were like they were making music to make music not to like make money they were just doing something that they loved and I thought that was like elements like that you know like the studio like if you look at videos of the studio sessions of Justin Timberlake's first album when he was working with Pharrell like and Chad Hugo like like they, they were just so passionate and so like with everything that they were doing throughout the, the studio sessions and I, I always think that's really inspirational like I see other like I see videos of other artists like working on their music like Kanye West or Dr. Dre I just see them like being so passionate and so meticulous with their music and it just it just seemed like a grand time honestly mm-hmm Right. Not to say that there isn't passion now. It's just like you said, there's yeah, yeah. a lot of like money grab things now. Not so. Oh, I love what to do, and I want to put my music out in the world. Just more production studios, maybe trying to get as much cash flow as they can from these songs. So it's a very different yeah. type of culture now. Uh, considering it's honestly easier to put out music nowadays, we have things like Spotify. Um, SoundCloud that where you can just upload and go big right uh, and yeah yeah and there's like the equipment these days can almost like rival well not almost but they're like close to studio quality and it's much more affordable like you can buy stuff on Amazon like I'd say 20 years ago you need to go to a store figure out like the pricing and whatnot but now it's mm-hmm. so much easier but it seems like the quality has gone down like Spotify and like music streaming platforms, which are part of media, seem to have almost uh, definitely have changed the music industry. Mm-hmm. I think there's also like a beauty in going to a store, picking out your CDs, your records, and things like that. It's mm-hmm. a much more meticulous process than say mm-hmm. Spotify giving you a perfectly catered weekly song playlist for you, right? Well, that's I think really helpful in my opinion because I use that a lot sometimes. I think that also just desensitizes us to who the artists are, how they made their songs, what their songs mean to them and things like that. Whereas when you pick out a vinyl record, pick out CDs, you kind of keep that in the back of your head. Yeah, totally. Like I agree, you know, like I own a record player, so and I, I love collecting vinyls. So I definitely get you on the appreciation on like the artists and mm-hmm. the work that they put. And just, you know, I agree, like shopping through vinyls or just going to the music store is actually pretty fun. Yeah. And you got to listen to the whole album, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can, yeah. Um, you can skip around with it by moving the needle. But um, <laughs> I, it, it's, uh, you get used to it. You honestly get used to it. But um, like um but I definitely feel you like I really like to just listen to an album like front to back I always do that even if it comes out on Spotify Mm. like if an artist I'm really interested in you know drops an album releases a project Mm -hmm. I I always listen it from to front to back without shuffling Mm. just straight through oh yeah Uh, me too 
Yeah, I mean, when I listen to a new album, I like to, I like to see like what elements of music they have, you know, like, like how they're like how they're like, um, how their like vocal patterns are. Um, mm-hmm. Who are the who's featuring with them? What's the story? What samples they use? What influences they use? And stuff like that, and and it just I just like to enjoy it. Yeah. I do want yeah. to say that Spotify Genius collab that they do now. Yeah, for certain so artists, cool. I think, dude, those are so cool. I love reading the story behind the songs that people make, and it's like you just literally scroll down and it's there. I just wish they did it with more artists because it seems like Genius and Spotify are only having this option for artists who are more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like if it were for like an indie band or something, I would appreciate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And speak uh, like those interviews, obviously not all artists are producers in a sense. Well, sorry, mm-hmm. in like the professional sense, right? Um, but there's a lot of like a lot of the song goes to producers. And I know Migs, you talked about how like the like Pharrell Williams the was behind. Yeah, Neptunes, the Neptunes yeah. was behind a lot of things. And I think producers are definitely overlooked in media. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and there's like this very. I I watched this video like a long, long time ago. Like, if you listen to all the songs that Pharrell Williams produces, like he has a signature. Um, four counts. Like a, the four counts. Yeah, the four counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 and dun, turns out it was like on accident. <laughs> like he didn't really think it wasn't um intentional. Yeah, but yeah. It's just like how he too. like naturally did it. So. Well, yeah, so actually the reason he did, the, the reason he did the four count start, um, like, the reason he did that was because he wanted to show the artist or like show the, like the singer or the rapper what the tempo of the song should be. Mm-hmm. And he actually said he kept those so the artist can, you know, like understand what, what tempo they should be going at. And I thought that was really smart, but like he just forgot to remove them and then he didn't even notice until later and I thought that was cool. All right, I'm gonna do yeah, something cool, yeah. right? I'm gonna do something cool, right? Uh, I'm gonna tell you like just some artists and like some like cool songs that were like produced by Pharrell and Chad Hugo, because I'm Chad okay. Hugo is very overlooked. Like he's mm. part of the Neptunes and he's so res- mm-hmm. he's responsible for like almost as much as Pharrell does. Like he's just a little more behind the scenes, but um. Yeah, and also see, Pharrell like released his own music as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Right, I'm gonna t- so NSYNC, Justin Timberlake, Jay Z, Beyonce. Oh. Uh, you know that song Milkshake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Milkshake. Michaelese. Michaelese, yeah. Pharrell yeah. yeah. and Chad made that. Ludacris. Diddy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Nelly, Robin Thicke, Shakira, Snoop Dogg. I'm going to keep yeah. going. Like, let me let me see. Like, um, there's Usher. There was Kendrick Lamar. Ariana Grande. Like the list goes on and on and on. Like it just, it just shows how like you know like I feel like like producers, you know they they they're just so influential. Like you see like the Neptunes have been around since the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like ever since they produced stuff with SWV, like a like a a woman singing group, like this R and D like soul group. It was, and um, just to see like their influence, you know, throughout music, I. They actually won producers of the century or something like that. Um, oh, really? Right now. Yeah. And I thought that was sick. 
and they totally deserve it in my opinion just because like you know the output of work that they put yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're so passionate about it it's hard to find people like that nowadays i think mm-hmm. yeah and they probably like take i think um obviously it's hard to disagree with the fact that music is a powerful influence in general like to anyone listening right because producers do like more of the beat of the song and like the the sound while there's also people who write lyrics and obviously work together right but I think nowadays I'm honestly more into the sound rather than the lyrics right I know back then especially with rap lyrics were are still are like super duper important but I think nowadays they're overlooked and there's more emphasis on the sound of the song. Do you guys yeah, think that yeah. or? I think uh, so I, yeah. too. Oh, um, I, I think for me, I'm also a lyrics kind of person though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, you know, like Justin Bieber and his peaches and freaking yummy. Yeah, those songs really piss me off, even though I, they're really catchy. They're really catchy. And honestly, I find them just like warming themselves into my head sometimes. And my boyfriend mm. loves to fucking annoy me with that. Um, but, you know, it's just the lyrics that turn it off for me, really, because they're not like deep at all. It makes me a little like frustrated about it. But, you know, whatever. But I can obviously tell from this experience that I'm also. I think paying attention to the lyrics as well so I mean the sound also does come to play a lot that determines whether I like a song or not I think sound is the more pressing element when it comes to me choosing whether I like a song or not you know lyrics are also very important to me yeah I I agree like you know I mean obviously sound does make you want to hear something like I'd rather like I mean, I think the general general consensus is that you want to hear something that you, that sounds cool, right? That sounds like you know pleasant to the ear. But I also feel like, the, in my opinion, I think the the best like greatest artist of all time had a good balance of you know making the song sound amazing while also having like good lyrics. I think if we're gonna talk about like hip hop, like as CC was mentioning, like some like rappers that you know are worth to mention. I can I can. Uh, there's like a lot of them from the 90s 2000s like today that um but like you know since it's like a a contemporary like sort of podcast we can talk about some stuff today what do you guys i can talk about the 2010s now we talked about the 2000s earlier i can go to the 90s later but um you know 2010s you know obviously um one of the greatest in my opinion i think the best hip-hop rap album uh Mm -hmm. ever like 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 made in the 2010s, arguably like one of the greatest albums like of all time, not just in the 2010s. Um, it was an album by Kendrick Lamar called To Pimp a Butterfly. What was so unique about that album was that Kendrick Lamar was, obviously he was talking about like, you know, a lot of social struggles today, a lot of self insecurities through that album, about struggles of being, uh, struggles, you know, like, like living in Compton. Um, uh, he talked about that in like his like previous albums, but like um, he's this time he's taking it to like a bigger perspective, like to like a whole worldwide perspective, right? Um, he's talking about like Martin Luther King, 
talking about, you know, just like social justice, racism, like it, struggle, personal struggle. And he was doing it to some, to like such amazing, like production, amazing, like amazing flows, like amazing voice switches. I, that's why I think, you know, like, um, like for example, like the song, um, All Right, All Right was a very popular song in the in 2015 and onwards uh produced by mm-hmm. pharrell again but um again <laughs> yeah produced by pharrell but um in that song he was talking about the chorus was we gonna be all right and he keeps repeating we gonna be all right to you know emphasize at this time this was like a very this was like a social justice song all right mm-hmm. all right was a social justice song and that was pretty much like like a blm anthem that was a BLM anthem or just like a protest al- album. Um, mm-hmm. He was talking about, you know, like the struggle. He was trying to like find like higher purpose for like everyone. But it's just like an optimistic song that, you know, everyone, you know, just everyone would like support. And it has such a great message. But then right. there's other remember... songs that are, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, um, I was just going to put something quick. I remember my English class, I remember if it was last year or this, I'm pretty sure it was last year, but we watched a documentary about like racial segregation, racial injustice throughout the years. And I remember the documentary had a lot of like social justice songs in them. And I thought that was so powerful because like, damn, music that talks about the social injustices you face and trying to, you know, uplift people back to, you know, how it should be. I thought that was so cool just because songs, a lot of songs don't have that kind of meaning. So they're yeah, very yeah. special, I think. Totally agree. Totally agree. But like, I guess like, I guess back to l- lyrics, like lyrics, the important thing about lyrics is lyrics tell us a, like a story, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I guess, like, I guess back to Kendrick Lamar, in his case, like, in this album, he was, like, trying to tell a story, like, you know, the world can be better, we can be better, but, like, we're all in, like, we, we have insecurities, there is, like, injustice, so, but we can, uh, we can rise above that, like, 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 that was a very optimistic song I was talking about, all right, because he was, like, saying, yeah, we can, we can overcome everything, we got this, we got this, we're gonna be all right. But mm-hmm. you know, to flip it around, um, he had this song called "You," and it was so powerful to me. It was his. Uh, honestly, I I still think this is like one of the greatest like self self um, self aware insecure song songs about insecurity. Um, he's just rapping about you know like stuff like how like how he wasn't happy with himself, how like fame allowed fame like caused him to you know like miss out a cousin's like or like a friend's death. So he had to just call him FaceTime. Um, like the like this song has two parts. The first part, the chorus is a loving you is complicated. And he's just referring to like how like loving himself is very complicated because he's very insecure about himself. He has like a lot of insecurities. And the second part is like to me is like honestly one of the greatest like things in hip hop. Cause um the first song, he's just screaming in like rage, right? Like expressing mm-hmm. his anger. And then, like, like you hear, like, 
some sort of distorted like sounds high-pitched like voices a woman talking in like a very psychedelic way you hear like glasses like kind of like like that like glasses like like hitting together like you know him like drinking like alcohol to like try to i guess like succumb the pain Mm -hmm. and then like this is like this is honestly the like my opinion like the great the best part of the album like he was like he was rapping in the second part of the song it, it didn't even like he, it seemed like he was like begging he was crying like like um oh. like i'm gonna read out the lyrics um like um so they like he was like basically this part of the song is like him you know going in like a little rant you know him like being drunk and just being very like angry at himself mm-hmm. and then he's like blaming himself for like you know his mom and his family like leaving and he says he's not he, he's not worth anything he's like he's saying your trials and tribulations a burden and everyone feels it everyone heard it multiple shots corner crying out you were deserted where was your antennas again where was your presence where was your support that you pretend you, you ain't no brother you ain't no disciple you ain't no friend like that was deep like he's like blaming himself for like everything like and that was just that really just got me that really got me so like lyrics can just do so much i think Mm -hmm. that's honestly like why that genre started up in the first place i think there's just some things some stories that are better said in the rap form rather than a song form right because with rap it's more raw you don't have to follow like a certain melody or something and it's honestly like it's more clear you know how like in some songs you don't really know what they're saying yes <laughs> like obviously mumble it's rap. totally yeah mumble well mumble like rap. obviously mumble rap's a little, uh like obviously more popular now but back then when rap started to grow traction um like songs were more mellow right or a poppy and you just kind of went along with it yeah right. yeah like rappers yeah, yeah. had some rappers had like they wanted to project what they said through mm-hmm. their song. Yeah. yeah and it was much easier because well once to say not everyone can sing right but many <laughs> uh i can't sing but many more people have like can cultivate like a pen for writing whatever they want to write right and going Mm -hmm. with the beat and I lost my train of thought but what I was gonna think I was going to say is that what was I gonna say makes like you related to that and I guarantee you many other people did and that's why like obviously we're talking about how lyrics are so important but there's also the beat that gives a certain sort of aura that kind of complements the lyrics, right? Because what I'm always so confused about is when the lyrics are really sad, but the beat is really happy. Like, I'm not sure (laughs) what to feel anymore because traditionally the lyrics are supposed to go with, uh, sorry, the beat is supposed to go with the lyrics or the melody is supposed to go with the lyrics, right? I got a a perfect song for that, but yeah. (laughs) Like when we're sad, we listen to um, slower songs with sad lyrics but if they're sad lyrics and a happy beat like what is it now I mean obviously that's some like an innovation I guess but yeah Mix, sorry go on those are like the coolest songs 
Yeah, have you guys heard of, I know a song, but like, have you guys heard a song that, you know, that has a sad meaning or like a, a deeper meaning, but has like such a, oh. like a happier background? I know like pump back kicks. Yeah, pump oh, up kicks, yeah. pump up kicks. Oh, pumped kids? up, sorry, pumped up. Yeah, like that, okay. I did not realize that song was about. Oh yeah, me neither. I was like, oh my God, school shootings. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah that was about a school shooting. Yeah. Um, um, I have it I in think... mind, but I forgot what it's called. Thanks, I, remember I know, Remember? Yeah, I, I know. Oh. Yeah, I know. I have it. Right. I think I know. I, I, I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's by Outcast. Claire, it's by Outcast. It's by Outcast. Yeah, because uh, I remember like, we were in like, two, the band room. Yeah. Yeah, that's Dude, um, such a yeah, good song. Yeah, oh, the other you. song. Um. Yeah. Well, this one kind of like you know it wasn't me by Shaggy. The like the one handed like you know like. You guys know that song, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the song is about, like, him, one, him cheating on his girlfriend, and then him feeling remorse. But the whole song is, like, super duper, like, upbeat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like, back to what Claire and I were talking about, like, uh, the, yeah, the song yeah. Hey Ya hey Ya by Outkast. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, a little history on, like, this, like, this album, like, just the influence on this album that they had today, Outkast, you know, Outkast was, like, such a, like, you know, a powerful, like, uh, like, everyone loved their, like, hip-hop, because they were, like, from the South, like, they were the first artists, like, you know, hail from the South, um, they gave the, like, Atlanta, like, like, Georgia, like, South, the South, the, they put them on the map, pretty much, they, you know, they had some psychedelic beats, like, just, like, some smooth flows, they just brought a new sound, because, like, I guess at this era, the 90s, New York and L.A., dominated mm -hmm. with you know like gangster rap or like right. new york type flow the south was you know something provocative something different something innovative um but um it, it was comprised outcast is comprised of you know uh, a group of two a duo um big boy and andre 3000 i guess you could say big boy is more you know just like a rapper for the streets you know he kept the street flow um a lot of his topics were you know about stuff for the streets you know just like a pretty like He's, he's like one of the best rappers ever, but like he kept it like, he kept it like, you know, he kept the flow, he kept the flow. But Andre 3000 was always looking to do something different. Andre 3000 always, was always trying to like innovate himself. He, he made fashion, you know, like he made, you know, like wearing your own type of clothes, like wearing what you want to wear, like though it may be controversial, wearing what you want to wear, being yourself, you know, he was just trying to like be provocative. But this, like, mm -hmm. This album, you know, over here was very innovative for rap today because um, Andre. Th so this um, this was a double album. It was um, it was uh, called Speaker Box slash The Love Below. So Speaker Box is pretty much like both sides were like single, like we're supposed to be like solo albums, right? Mm -hmm. So the first part of the album was you know Big Boy's part, and he was just like you know he his was good, you know, rapping about the streets, just being like a fresh man, like stuff like that, but um. Andre 3000's, um, his part of the thing was called The Love Below. And I honestly think, like, I could go on and on about this, this mm -hmm. part of the album, but this is honestly one of the most interesting, innovative albums I've, like, part, like, like I, I admit it's not the best album. Like, I love this album a lot, but, like, compared to, like, their other work, it's probably not as good. I love it, like, a lot, but I'm just talking objectively. Um like other people prefer their other like discography discography but you know mm -hmm. to me this is one of the most interesting like like parts like interesting like pieces of like music ever what Andre 3000 here was 
did here at this time was so innovative because he was a rapper talking about love and talking about his emotions and talking about his feelings. Mm-hmm. At this time, rappers were like, you know, thought of like to be like these cold, hard, stone, stone-hearted, you know, like, you know, like gangsters, right? Thugs, right? That's what people thought. Like, so like people were trying to like, well, like Andre, like what Andre 2000, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like you're singing, like rappers didn't sing at this time. Like rappers never really vocalized or like sang or like talked about their emotions. But that's what he did at the time. And you see all these rappers that are like Drake, you know, like he they be like singing, but like a lot of a lot of artists, you know, they, they open like singing, talking about emotions. Um, like you see that's very prevalent in today's like rap rap, like Kanye West, Juice World, you know, uh Drake, as I said earlier, more there's more to come. But like anyway, back to the the topic, hey y'all. It was a, it was like the main single from this project, and it's talking about the states of relationships and how like people say that they want to stay together, um, but like it just doesn't work out, and you're just really unhappy when you're with them, and how relationships are so ingenuine, um, and it was crazy because this beat is just makes you want to dance, right? Like, mm-hmm. but like you can hear the the lyrics says, you know, I'll just read the first one, like. Like I'll read you, my baby don't mess around because she loves me so, and this I know for sure. But he says it in like a questioning way. But does she really wanna? But can't stand to see me walk out the door. Don't try mm-hmm. to fight the feeling, cause the thought alone is killing me right now. Thank God for mom and dad for sticking two together, because we don't know how. Like he's just questioning, you know, yeah. like like, mm-hmm. like, like everything in the relationship. Like like he's like, am I really happy in this? Am I really happy? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, like, I remember there's a part where it was like, we get together, oh, we get together, but separate's always better when there's feelings involved. And when they say is, if what they say is nothing is forever, then what makes, uh, then what makes love the exception? Um, so um, are we so in denial when we know we're not happy here? And then he, like, it's crazy. He's saying such like some dark, like you know, like real, like real lyrics, you know, mm-hmm. um, meaningful lyrics. But the beat is so happy. He even he even says like he even screams, "Y'all don't want to hear me. You just want to dance." And like the mm-hmm. rest of the song is just like a dance oh, track. Wow. It's crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I mean that's just an example, you know. That's just an example, of, you know, a happy sounding song with some deep lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that he says it like the um saying that you guys don't actually like aren't listening to my lyrics you're just here for the beats kind of show you just want to dance yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> it's so show. funny how he calls everyone out mm-hmm. now, how do you guys feel about that like how do you feel about that like you know I we mean, were talking about like songs that you know will make you want to dance but we also talked about how important lyrics are but how do you guys you know feel about that i personally like i go for I obviously listen to the lyrics. It's hard to ignore what they're saying, right? And mm-hmm. I like having something to sing along because one, I hate AD- EDM rave style oh, too. where there's no lie. lyrics. That's just my personal preference. So obviously, like knowing that I don't like that, I know that I do enjoy having lyrics and something to sing along to. But at the same time, like, I seem to be more of a melody. 
would you consider a melody like yeah any I think so like a melody slash beat person because for me the sound like how the sound comes out is affects my emotions more than what they're saying you know Mm, that's a good point I agree so Cece you know I've been I've been so Cece I've been you know talking a lot about like you know like what I like but let's let's turn the table to you and you you right now you know like like what's a song Uh, or like or like what's an artist or an artist or song you know that yeah that represents you I definitely like the more motivational type. I think for you, obviously we'll get to Claire, but you seem to relate to more like struggle sort of lyrics that like obviously motivate you to some sort of level like they do other people who listen to it. Of course. But for me, I'm more of that motivational, like Lizzo, Kesha, Little Mix, more of a, well, the braggadocious type of pop yeah or like like yeah. um ty verdes yeah more braggadocious type of pop i think that's a very good way to describe it yeah. so when i'm feeling down right or i'm struggling i think that's what i tend to listen to something that can get me off my feet yeah. saying this makes me realize that it like just listening to that type of music may not mean i'm technically processing what i'm struggling through right because i'm trying to fill my mind and thoughts with more positive stuff without yeah um without processing the negative stuff so just like pushing it to the side so you know now I know (laughs) you know like not honestly you know music is like listening to music is different for everyone not everyone yeah yeah, yeah. like people just want to have a good time too you know like yeah so Oh yeah. Like there are songs, there are songs where I can just like sing them back and forth just by mm-hmm. memory, just because they're so catchy. Yeah. And although like, I don't technically relate to a lot of the lyrics in those songs because I've never really been through the specific things that they say. Like say, um I mean, okay, I don't know how to say this, but like uh with Kesha, she's been through I don't know if you guys know much about her recent stuff, but she's been through like tons, tons of shit. Um, oh. I think she she was like abused by her manager. And then so it's like she came out with a lot of music. And that's a lot of what I'm listening to right now, even though I haven't gone through what she's gone through, right? Mm-hmm. And so hearing other people go I I don't know if this sounds bad but hearing others being able to go through like what they went through and still come out with this happy or not happy but uh like a motivational inspiring stuff is what inspires me and what relates Mm. to me absolutely like I I I totally feel you you know like although you can't relate to you know some of the stuff that they're like talking about like it's just like wow like very motivational I guess I can provide you know some like examples. I, I know like Kanye, like I'll just give like Kanye examples. Kanye West, you know, he made a song after he got into a car car crash. He made a song called "Through the Wire" because he was literally after he got the after he got into a car crash, his jaw was wired shut. So he wrapped oh, he actually right. wrapped that he wrapped that song you know through the wires of his like uh, medical machine thing. 
like th- like really? that was shutting his jaw and it was talking about like how he was like you know i'm gonna do this i'm gonna this was his debut album so he was like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i'm gonna oh. pursue my dreams another one was um another one was um after the loss of his biggest supporter you know his mom um in like 07 um he came out um with an album called 808s and heartbreak and throughout that entire project he was talk he was pouring out his emotions because not only did he lose his mom but he lost his he lost his like fiance like his fiance like broke off the 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 wedding and stuff mm-hmm. so he was going through like a lot of emotion and heartbreak and i guess like a, what a lot of the stuff he was talking about in that album was you know through motivated and cultivated through like heartbreak and uh i guess one more example from him was um uh in there was this infamous um vma awards where taylor swift actually got oh. an award oh. over, over beyonce <laughs> And Kanye Everyone goes up on the this. stage. Yeah. And he's like, um, um, congratulations. I'd like to congratulate you. Like uh, Beyonce had the best, the greatest video of all time. And then he shrugs off and walks off stage. Like, that was yeah, actually. I was just like, what the fuck? No, but like, that, that took such, such a mental toll on him. Like, he was so embarrassed, like, of what oh, he did. Shit. That he actually, he actually, you know, like, he took some time off, like, from, like, being. In the states, he actually went to um, he went to Hawaii for like a little personal sanctuary, just to recollect himself. And then he created, you know, uh, arguably like um, I don't I, I don't think it's his best album in his catalog, but like a lot of people think it is. Um, he created this album called My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. He was talking about the struggles of fame, insecurity, you know, overcoming things, and just like he was trying to turn a new leaf. You know, he was trying to like overcome the situation. And he made this actually like this, he made this like seven to eight minute long song. Um, and I, the chorus was, um, it was called, it was called, um, it was called Runaway. And it was about, it was pretty much like Kanye, like evaluating himself, like evaluating the Taylor Swift situation, um, evaluating just like, he was just like trying to like turn the new leaf, you know, like, and the, <laughs> literally you guys are going to love this, the, the chorus, but uh, the chorus is, Let's have a toast for the douchebags. Let's have a toast Ouch. for the assholes. Let's have a Ouch. toast for the scumbags. Every one of them I, that I know. Let's have a toast for the jerk-offs. That'll never take work off. Baby, I got a plan. Run away as fast as you can. He's talking about, like, you know, running away from all that. You know, just, like, he was just, like, regretting. Like, that was, like, a song about regret. And that was, like, just moving on. But, yeah. Yeah. I think speaking of Kanye in general, I definitely think he's an important yet controversial figure in music history. Definitely. So controversial. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, obviously, uh, I don't listen to his music, like, other than the big hits. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I think... I mean, it's, I feel like with social media and like, it's been exasperated into like the type of person and also producer he is, because I don't think anybody, most people on social media from what I, from what I see, right, this is only from like where I am, but they're not, um, I want to say they're, they're not criticizing his, or not, not criticizing, but everybody seems to agree that he is a really good producer and rapper or artist right but at the same time there's that thing with like 
artists, like separating the artists from their art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah, I agree. That is a long, long conversation and <laughs> likely not for uh, this episode, but because we can do like, well, we can do a quick one, right? Like, what do you guys think about like how artists versus the art and especially with um, how media portrays the artist versus the art? I think for media, that you can always take with a grain of salt because they jump at a chance to do literally everything. Like, yeah, remember that whole Shang-Chi mm. guy, like the main character, the actor, something about like bullying online, but then turns out the allegations I think were false, maybe? Yeah. Media, media always screws everything up. Yeah, honestly, they're like screwing everybody over, even if the allegations are false. But the thing is, when those types of things come out, and even though they're, you know, not true, they still get that taint on their name because some people aren't sure or they don't know that, you know, it was dismissed as false. So they continue thinking, oh my God, this person's terrible. Or like they were bullied in the past. They use racial slurs and things like that, even though that's not even fucking true. So they get that taint on their name. But in the cases that those are true, I think we can all learn to appreciate the music, but not admire the artist for what they've done, right? Because um, objectively, uh, if they're like a great artist, a great producer, a great singer, a great rapper, or whatever, then yeah, go ahead. If they have talent, then appreciate it. But, you know, I don't mean, exactly condone the things that the artist is doing. I agree. Like, as CC said, you know, I agree. Kanye can be like a little, like, Kanye can be a little, like, you know, off his rock, off his rock. <laughs> um, but um, but I, 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 to an extent, I mean, I, I agree. I feel like you know his behavior and personality like makes his music so intriguing. Um, you know, like I remember when he got hospitalized for bipolar. Um, mm -hmm. he actually released an album after. It was called Yay, but the album cover um said um, the album cover was like, um, it said something like you know I hate being like, like I I have let, let me let me switch it up like. Um. Uh, like it was, it was, it was kind of like it was very bipolar. Like the cover said, um, um, let me let me look it up right here. It says, um, I okay. hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm, but anyway, you know, let me get the big elephant out of the room here. You know, talking separating the artist from the, I guess the music from like I guess like some of the stuff that did that they did do. Let's get it out of the way here. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh, it's right, been I'll a decades-long debate. I'll put this here. Right? Michael Jackson is my favorite artist. Um, Michael Jackson has is probably like my favorite pop pop artist. Probably one of like my most like appreciated artists. Uh, someone like I look up to like just like how like great his greatness. All like 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 let me put it like this. Like I love like the great things he did. In life right like the great influences he had the great um you know right like i love all the amazing things that he did do for life you know, that he did do for music that he did do for people uh, michael jackson actually you know i have two michael jackson records um and michael jackson has my favorite song ever which is rock rock with you but um mm -hmm. obviously he did he did you know sleep with he didn't you know touch children sleep with children but I guess at the yeah. same time, like, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just saying, like, it's a fair point that you can absolutely fucking love his music. He's one of the most iconic artists of all time. Every single person knows him. Like, it's it's Michael. Once again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's I, Michael Jackson. But, like, at the same I time, just, you can be, like... Like, I know people that just don't want to listen to... I, I know people that don't listen to his music just for, like, you know, the stuff he did. But, like, I mean, I guess I respect their opinion, obviously, because, I mean, it's their choice. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I mean... He was just so like amazing, like to like he was to me was kind of like a myth. Like he was so like incredible, like I guess like art- artistically in every way. Like he could dance, he could sing, he could act. Like mm-hmm. he was he was just so like you, gravitational. Right, you it, cannot deny it, that he's one of the best in the industry, or he was at least. He still is. Yeah. You can argue. Yeah, um, but um, you know, like just the influence he has on artists. Like if there's no. Michael Jackson, there's no Justin Timberlake, there's no Usher, like, I can go on, and there's no Bruno Mars, there's mm-hmm. no, no Anderson mm-hmm. Peck, like, I, I can go on and on, but um, just, Michael, Michael's Michael, like, uh, I feel like what he's done for music is amazing, and uh, I, I love him as an artist, I just, obviously, I can't support, you know, the things he did, like, what he did was, you know, wrong, I, I can't support that but you know just as an artist he's made my favorite like types of music like my favorite songs ever um he has mm-hmm. one of like my favorite like probably my favorite like pop album ever um and off the wall like like my favorite like disco pop album i guess so, like i like it a lot but yeah it's undeniable like his influence yeah go ahead oh i was just saying like for me i guess i slightly disagree because i do like from a point of being like you as an artist like especially if you're a true artist right your art represents you and so theoretically speaking right if you support their art you're also supporting like who they are as a person of course life is not like that like I listen to all those artists I think recently for me I mean I don't think Michael Jackson applies to me that much because I don't listen to him but say like Nicki Minaj right I listen to a lot of her songs, but she definitely does have a lot of controversial stuff under her belt. I don't know if you guys have heard, but yes, no. Like her husband and her brother being rapists. Yep. (gasps) So it's... Oh my God. For... I know back then, like, well, not back then. Why do I say back then? It's like two years ago, right? Like someone like, um, many artists have been called out for being racist, um, sexist, you know, homophobic, misogynist, whatever, right? Uh, and I, I'm, I'm still struggling to see where like I stand on this type of stuff, but I'm like kind of thinking through my head, are there levels of certain actions that these people take to warrant like um, like actions on my part as a consumer of their music, right? Because one, saying something is very different than doing something as well. Like being racist, uh, like sexist is very different than actually raping someone obviously I think this is a very like a super duper heavy topic Mm -hmm. and so for me as a huge fan 
because I like people like Kanye West and Michael Jackson and Nicki Minaj are what I consider true artists, right? They put their blood, sweat, and tears into their work to have it represent what they want it to, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we can agree on. And so as a listener, right, like as I'm listening to their music, I'm sort of supporting them as a person too. So I'm like still iffy on that, like art versus artists. Obviously, like I said in the beginning, life is much more nuanced. Like there's no like, oh, I'm not gonna do this. I like, or I'm definitely gonna do this. It's like, it's not black and white, right? Obviously, and yeah. So there, it's definitely a spectrum of what you're comfortable with. And for those people, like obviously do what you feel comfortable with. If you don't wanna listen to that, don't. And you feel that so listening to the art is listen like, supporting them as supporting a person the artist yeah the art and like support like supporting their actions then don't do that right and so for me like because their music is something I like and I relate to well not not relate to but something I like a lot but at the same time I don't like what they the artist did you know so mm-hmm. I think for me, I'm still on the, like, I don't know what to call it, yeah. like, a, like a limbo in this. Yeah, it's really a difficult line to see because it's always blurred. So I mean, I understand that it's pretty difficult to be like, oh, like, what should I do? The artists themselves kind of suck, but their art, like, their art's amazing. And this so, relates yeah. to all kinds of arts, like, I think you guys yeah. know about like Picasso. Like Picasso, being, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of, again, like definitely influential in art. Oh, absolutely. Like he changed the course of art history from mm-hmm. art in general. Yeah. yeah. Heavy stuff. That <laughs> Heavy stuff, um, huh? Like back to hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't hip hop, like think about it, like the way people like portray themselves in hip hop. Like do you, do you feel like, you know, like, let's put this let, let me give this an example right um basketball players like those who like sports right you associate like basketball and sports with like hip-hop right mm-hmm. sure like would you like i guess like in, in, a, in a way right um, mm-hmm. how like um based on like the music that each of you guys like um would you say like that music has had an influence on who you are today or like i guess like in society in general like like when you say like certain types of music has like impacted people in a way like do you get what I'm saying like yeah yeah no no I think those I mean Claire do you want to yeah go ahead Claire like how would you say like no Claire how would you say like like the music that you like has or like the music that your friends like how has that like influenced your your personal life or like your personal like I guess aesthetic personality your vibe yeah your personality Personality, my vibe um and then we'll go to CCF I know my music my music taste has changed over the years definitely middle school was upbeat k-pop and things like that that was exclusively what I listened to but then 
as I entered high school, like freshman, sophomore year, my music taste dwindled down to like more indie, chill, R&B type music. And I don't know if this is like a direct relationship to my music taste or if it's just, you know, a link because of my stats terms, you know, <laughs> or it's just a link. But um, I think throughout high school, I definitely became a much more mellow person. Uh, mm. My personality has changed over the years, I'd say. And maybe it's, maybe it's reflected in my music taste and what I listen to going from super fucking chaotic to more calm, I guess <laughs> you could say, but yeah. Yeah, I think I, as Claire's friend, I agree. Or I, I thank you. I <laughs> uh, see what you're talking. I like understand what you're talking about. Claire has definitely. I think we associate Claire with. I'm going to say Claire has her moments of like. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! Fighting, but I think Claire um. seems <laughs> is, is definitely the most. I don't know. It makes you you're like within our friend group, right? Like I think Claire is definitely a more chill person. Right. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that, um, I definitely think that, you know, Claire's a very, like, you know, vibey, aesthetic, mm -hmm. laid back person. Oh, thanks. So, so, yeah, so, like, you, like, coffee that. shop, coffee yeah, shop, yeah, I was, I was say, gonna say someone you want to, like, like, you know, chill, chill with at a coffee store, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, you guys. Yeah. How, how about you, Cece? Um, I think with mainstream, like, obvious, I don't think I changed my music taste that much obviously now I listen to different artists but it's still sort of that mainstream stuff and that poppy sound and I don't I okay this I'm not sure how to word this accurately but it's basic right and I don't want I don't like saying basic because it's usually used in a derogatory term for like girls like liking the same thing yeah right? yeah like yeah um, I, I think it shouldn't be a derogatory term, yeah honestly, yeah but i, feel yeah, you, I, I feel hope it isn't it's just mean i feel you like, i feel you but yeah. so kind of in a way just simple you know like i don't think um i think that's my vibe-ish like poppy and simple yeah I feel I feel like CCU like a like you're very like you know uh, extroverted in a way like you know you like to I, I feel I feel like the music that you like very definitely like fits your type of vibe you know and that's a good very thing. upbeat a, yeah very upbeat very upbeat extroverted optimistic I like that and you make I guess you know I guess like uh, uh, my music taste has changed a lot through, too. Um, I, just because I've opened up to so many like genres and like mm -hmm. artists, I feel like I feel like in a way I'm like I'm a, like I am a very social person and I'm I'm always like energetic. I'm a, I like to like you know like put myself out there, like put my put my like my true self out there, and I feel like that is you know like what is reflected throughout my music because like I guess like the 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 central like thing in my music is I really appreciate people that that are just themselves that you know like put mm -hmm. their like their own self out there like in every like room that they're in I would say like I'm always like myself like I'm always like like I, I'd, I'd say that is the biggest influence music has had on me you know 
like made mm. me like you know less like it made me less like confined but rather you know like more free more expressive more like more me like i'd say yeah more me yeah no i i think that. you described yourself very well um like more of a i think for anyone even like i guess specifically with music right like makes you a very person who's very into the details and it's difficult these well, it's not difficult but with like media it's hard to see the nitty gritty behind something as um as like malleable as music right because music is art right and art is not only interpreted by the person who makes it but the person who uses it or listens to it in this case how important would you say like the soundtrack is you know of making the show what it is like as a mm, like like a, for example for example like um you know i would argue that the music makes the show what it is right yeah absolutely not- dude if you don't have the good music that goes with the movie and the scenes it's trash yeah. <laughs> like it elevates like, the like, whole piece my my in my favorite show ever the fresh prince of bel-air like a, a mm-hmm. lot of the songs like it was this was made like to put this in perspective this was like made in like you know like the 90s so like and the the main character you know will smith he was like a very like he loved basketball he loved just being being around out there So like a lot of like a lot of like the songs that were there were like you know upbeat like dance songs or like hip hop mm-hmm. and then like like his like the into his yang which is his like cousin carlton who's like more of like a like a preppy guy like <laughs> uh, you know like uptight you know like i mean like you know he, they they lived in like a very like rich white area so his music mm-hmm. taste was more of like the oldies mm-hmm. like like some like like cla- like like oldies like oldies like like this all these songs and i just feel like like you know like there's a combination of those two like like those like music like you know splattered throughout the the, the series the like you know the cool like little like dj beats like used like just 90s type like like um beats that were like used throughout the scenes like i thought that was like mm-hmm. that just made the show like that, like that gave the show its like iconic um thing but on, on you guys what do you guys think i think Yeah, I don't usually like only recently because of think uh like the movies where they release soundtracks of famous like a full soundtrack of like famous Shang-Chi? artists on yeah like Shang-Chi Birds of Prey <laughs> like those are the main ones but like before for me what I knew about music in movies is like the music that accompanies um like Star Wars right or Harry Potter mm-hmm. Um, those are obviously different soundtracks are more classical or like just not classical but uh, instrumental like instrumental yeah and, yeah and it goes to show like how much music matters to um how much music matters to the like what you're seeing right mm-hmm. i think Have one thing like behind the scenes i haven't like when you're watching yeah oh like when you're watching behind the scenes of like squid game and other mm-hmm. shows and movies and there's no music in the background it's so weird it's, and it yeah it's definitely different impact, right it's so weird it doesn't have the same impact that you know when you have the scenes plus the background music interlinked together that mm-hmm. once again really elevates the piece 
and what you're seeing yeah. right now. I think it's it just shows how pervasive music is. This is a very, very weird example that I suddenly thought of is, so when we were making TikToks for the podcast, <laughs> we added sounds in the background, right? Not just like our voices, but music, because like listening to it without any music, even with our the voiceover sounded very weird, right? And if you Absolutely. go through all the TikToks and reels, even if it's mainly the audio, you have little sound in the background, right? It's like, so it's super interesting to see how like music gets into the little crevices because when we think of how music affects us, we think of, we think of things. We think of like, full songs instead of little tidbits of music right true true yeah Migs what do you think about the music in movies or films or shows oh well you already said so never mind yeah I totally agree wait but like have you guys I know Claire brought it up but you got have you guys finished Squid Game or oh yeah Um, oh so good or like have you have you guys like watched it I watched half of the first episode. Okay, but like, okay, I guess we can. I guess can talk, I guess this is like spoil. this is a Claire and I like. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like, don't you think it's really interesting? You know, like throughout the the scenes, you know, they have that like creepy little like like string instruments playing in the background, like throughout throughout the mm-hmm. game, right? I thought that was like like that that totally matched the like because like the the perfect word that I use to um like the two two words I use like to describe describe um squid games is psychedelic mm-hmm. or psych- mm. very psychedelic psychological or psychotic and um intense and you know just like yeah. i associate you know it's like the plucking of violins or like like mm. string instruments like be like kind of like man i'm like something's gonna happen and don't you think don't you think claire it was very mm. don't you think it was very interesting how they used you know like fly me to the moon or like those you know classical uh, pieces oh they had well, we're not going to spoil anything, but they had some really calm songs to go with very intense scenes. And right. that contrast is really unsettling to me. I think it was just like, look at what's happening on the screen. But what you're hearing is just something so calm, so soothing. Like a really soothing Fly Me to the Moon song. And then I was like, oh, a very Isn't interesting ju- artistic choice to make. Doesn't that, that juxtaposition yeah. just make it sound creepier? like make it seem yeah. like, more, like like more like messed up yeah definitely messed up because it's like oh people don't give a shit what's happening right now yeah but like honestly like that like good show great show you guys gotta watch it very intense i will say but like i swear to god you gotta watch it i will watch it i i watched like half the first episode one like two nights ago I haven't cool. watched it but I'll try to watch it this weekend yeah first half of the episode is a little slow it gets better yeah. I you mm-hmm. well speaking of like you know, how you guys are describing my roommate was asking me about squid games and like how to describe like oh like what like what's it about or, like the genre and I was very like it was scary to me <laughs> like watching the movie uh first show was scary not in like a jump scare scene but what I was trying to describe was like kind of like an a looming thing where you know something's bad's gonna happen and it's more sad like disturbing. sad is like you're kind of pity yeah disturbing disturbing yeah disturbing tragic and disturbing or the two yeah, words that's what the music makes it yeah like, emphasizes 
What a show. I was going to make a point, but that spoils <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh, it's, it's okay. I, I don't mind if you spoil. I really? like, I've seen the issue is that I've seen too much of it on social media that I feel like I know what's oh, gonna happen. Ah, dude, dude, I was like, oh my, are you kidding me? Like, when I be on Instagram, I'm oh, like, oh, yeah, and I don't be honest though. I, like, I just, I just watched the finale today, it was kind of predictable, don't you think, Claire? Like, I thought it was pretty predictable. A good, what the, the, the finale, I thought it was really predictable. Really? Oh, serious? The I first, thought was, time I mean, it wasn't not like the game but like after the game right i didn't think that okay first i guess i guess okay the after the, the after the game was like kind of like threw me off but like a, a lot of like okay like i mean like there were some parts in the after after game uh the aftermath that were like very like like yo what the heck but like yeah um there were there was like a lot of parts though where i was like yeah i, I could totally tell yeah. those now but yeah or it's came through i was like yeah oh yeah i had a feeling that kind of thing no, but like one I'm of the most really, yeah. parts Go of ahead. the show, the people in the game, mm-hmm. they know where these players are. They know, they know yeah. how, like how desperate they are to get out of their lives and to pay back their debt because they literally have nothing. So that's why they keep going with the games and stuff like that. So I just thought that was like so fucking sad. So sad. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're yeah. just like painting like the desperation of economic struggles, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, what a show. I know. Well, we kind of got sidetracked. It's okay. Yeah, let, let, let's get back. Let's get back on track. You know, uh, any type of, of obviously music is media, but how it music affects us as a society instead of like individuals, right? We've been talking about how like what we like personally um and what we relate to but I would love to hear your thoughts on like how do you think music is affecting your perspective of the whole world right because like listening to other artists that are say not from our country right um -hmm. or uh like listening about uh, to songs that are about other things that we're not used to, you know, or as a whole, right? Like, say, okay, one thing I want to bring, like, weird thing I want to break up is, sounds really, this is more, like, political in a sense, but national anthems, right? Oh, national anthems are, like, definitely, there's a lot of music to that. Well, it's music, but it affects how you feel like what do you guys feel when you listen to when you hear someone sing national anthem patriotic patriotic like even if you're not like things with i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) i want to blue things within me i'm joking but like definitely feelings of patriotism like oh my god i love my country Mm -hmm. yeah like like pride yeah um i just like yeah like when you hear a national anthem you know there's a lot of things to like you know you're just showing like respect and tribute to your country mm-hmm. even though i may I not know, necessarily be feeling quite proud of my country at any moment yeah yeah it's man. like when you hear it you're like oh my god the united states or whatever country you're talking about you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and of course this goes to like most people in their nations right when you listen to a song associated with your country whether it's the national anthem or something else because 
in the beginning when I was very confused because I thought oh United like oh America was the national anthem it is not <laughs> there's like multiple national Don't songs patriotic right? yeah yeah or like um like do you guys listen to um songs in other with in other languages like obviously there's k-pop but like i listen to french music sometimes or... yeah like mm-hmm. french like bossa nova type stuff mm-hmm. like, 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 like reggae yeah 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 i guess like asian music i definitely like, yeah definitely like i guess cc let's talk about like french music like you say like or bossa nova like when you say like those type but like that type of music is very like like very distinct to like it's like think... nation I think for French music, it's, there's, I think French music is very, or any European music is very interesting to me because they definitely have a longer history, right? When you think of the, like, French, when I think of France and its music, for some reason, my mind goes to, like, the, uh, like, the 1930s, like, Edith Piaf, I can't say her last name, but, like, that, like, like La Vion Rose, right? that classic mm-hmm. stuff um and not like what i'm listening to right now right and for france specifically i don't listen i sometimes listen to pop but say like there's a lot of afrobeat-ish influence on french on french top hits if you i don't know what to call it but like french music so it's hard to say because there's like okay how do I say this like there's an American culture right American culture is technically like the birth of um, well it's just hard like I don't like maybe (laughs) gave a good question I don't really know how to describe French culture because in my mind there's like conflicting views of French culture true like for me I mean I guess like when I think of French music, I just think of like you know softer, more like sweet, mm, romantic like jazzy. type songs, romantic, jazzy, slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like cute, cute songs. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like, obviously that's changed right, yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's so interesting how like oh no go ahead. Oh, like when you think of American music nowadays, you think like pop and um like modern pop and hip hop, right? But when I think yeah. of French music, I don't think of modern stuff. I was gonna say, isn't it very interesting though? Like, I mean, you're right. You know, like we associate, you know, like America pop hip hop. But wouldn't you? Wouldn't isn't it so interesting? You know how like the Afro hall music, mm-hmm. those dance type music. You know, like songs from like Africa or like Asia or like France, just other countries. You know, like Spain. I mean, like South America. Like I'm mean, just like around the world. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't you think how like it's so interesting how like the aspects of like you know different like national music or like just different kinds of music are like you know fused into music that we have today oh yeah mm-hmm. i think with that, that's a great thing about like how our world universal is. language it's a universal yeah, language yeah music because yeah. i think this is where when we were talking about like the uh, melody over lyrics right i literally don't understand what most people are saying even though I took French for five years, I don't, I don't really know what they're saying most of the time, but I like the beat. Me too. 
Or when it yeah. comes to music from other places, obviously we usually don't know what they're talking about unless we search it up, and it's just, we're just there for the vibes. So, I guess that also emphasizes, like you said, yeah. beat or melody or how it sounds over lyrics. And you know that phenomenon where, like, a lot of there's, I think in America and U.S. there's a rise in like Spanish songs are really popular, right? There's Despacito. I don't really know, oh, what, like, I don't know the lyrics of Despacito, but people loved it because even though, I mean, obviously everybody Catchy. had a, had a, one, they had a connotation that's more romantic, sexy-ish, but nobody sure. really knows what <laughs> it means. But there's often, I think in America, even there's acceptance of Spanish music of like, like modern Spanish pop music, but there's a rejection of other type of music, like other languages for some reason. Right? It's a little weird. I guess just like the vibe it gives off. Yeah, it could be the vibe. Like, do you guys think it's the certain beat that is in Spanish, like modern pop-ish that's not in the, that is what is propelling it in the United States? Or is it um, like just people's perception of music? I'd say like, it really depends on like, you know, the group the, the type of music they're going for yeah because you know obviously spanish music is very like prevalent in pop today like there's a lot of you know spanish influences in like a lot of music we hear like you know whether it comes from like the instrumentals mm-hmm. um, like the production choices you know spanish music is very very prevalent in, you know what we hear today um i guess like if you're talking about the rejection i just really feel like it's like the type of it just honestly the type of aesthetic that like you know a song is going for like that's what i would say that's true there's definitely a certain um vibe and melody that spanish songs often give i don't really know what the um what the genre is because it's i don't think it's pop pop but it's like a combination of pop hip-hop and r and you know, I feel like Spanish songs are very soulful, like like a little like a fusion, like a yeah, blend, like a mm-hmm. fusion, like. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's 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 why I like like a lot. Of, I like that about Spanish. Music. Yeah, I think, um, and especially when I say like Spanish songs, it's particularly the ones that come from uh, Mexico and Latin America. Yeah, I, I get it. Not from actual Spain. There's the most popular one. <laughs> Even though there's a yeah, a good artist from Spain, which I have not heard, but yeah. What about like, I think like let me think like French music is like Daft Punk. If you guys know who that is, um, they're the people that you know made like um, um, they made harder, better, faster, stronger. Right? No, they made yeah, um, yeah. Get lucky. Yeah, they yeah. made get lucky. Get lucky. lucky. With Pharrell Williams. Right? With Pharrell, with Pharrell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, Daft Punk, let's see, like they made like Get Lucky One More Time, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, you know, they're they're like a French duo. I remember mm-hmm. they like got like you know prevalence through Kanye West actually through his single yeah. Stronger. I heard they're not even. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, they they uh, they retired like. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're done. Yeah. I... But um, 
I think their type of like music is very electro, like techno music. Mm. I feel like they, that, that like opened the gateways in America. So, you know, like, yeah. like, let's make let's make music like techno. Like, and, like let's open up to like this like house like music, this like whole music, house music, you know? Yeah. Like, well, the sounds... thing is in, oh, why keep cutting you off? Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I was just, the thing is in Europe, it like that techno music is actually very popular. I think especially with Eurovision, people realize how popular like EDM techno music is in Europe. Especially Eastern Europe. Uh, what we say is like you know like a more influential like bass genre, right? Like hear me out. Like would you say like would you say like you know jazz or rock is more influential to music throughout history? Oh, jazz. That is very, oh, that's a good. Like, there are, like, aspects of rock and like 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 rock and jazz were like you know like like one of like the you know like OG the original like you know like like American styles of music right mm -hmm. so like like and like yes. you know um you know like a lot of yes. aspects from that music has been you know put in today's music so what would you guys say is more like prevalent or like do you guys have like a little preference to like more jazz based music or like um, rock based music or whatever what, what do you what do you guys say like do you have like a little preference or what would you say is like more prevalent other one yeah. I think it really depends on how I'm feeling because if I'm more mellow or sad then probably jazz but if I'm in a happier mood then probably rock or hip and hop hip and hop hip hop you know so but in terms of influential I'd I don't have an answer for you just because there's elements of both everywhere you see think, oh yeah so uh, I was gonna ask Claire, but like uh, I don't, I don't really like listen to K-pop that much. But would you say like there's like, uh, like would you say there's definitely like I I feel like I feel like there is, but like would you say there was like a like you know a rock influence? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I agree. for some songs, definitely. Yeah, you're, that was you're a lot of hip hop. Yeah. All right, Cece, you were saying you were yeah. gonna say something. I was just gonna say like historically, I think jazz because rock like like Beatles is rock, right? Beatles, yeah. but they're not American no. so I think from western culture I definitely think rock from but from American culture definitely jazz because um I would say like this uh, certainly a rise of R&B right now is attributed to that like slow like jammy jazz. jazz that was very popular like when it came out right I think that's distinctively american so would you say like would you say that you know r&b is like the genre of r&b like soul or like you know songs around that lane like you know more like mellow chill songs would you say that's like a direct influence from jazz i think so like the mission not the mission mission's weird but the vibe yeah obviously the sound is clearly different but the vibe is still the same yeah like you look at artists like let me give another one alicia keys mm -hmm. a lot of her a lot of her songs are very jazz based you know like you mm -hmm. hear a lot of like you hear like a lot of like soulful flavor in her like music but then you also get someone like like here let me like let me think like you know you get something more like 
I don't think of this in my head, like, the top of my head, but, like, you know, a lot of, um, actually, like, a lot of songs in the 2010s, like, a lot of those pop songs, you hear, like, rock in there, and a lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of, like, drums, a lot of, like, influence from, like, the Beatles, Pink Floyd, uh, Elton John, you know, stuff like that. Like, Tyler, the creator, had a lot of um, rock influence in his, his music. Uh, Jaden yeah. Smith has a lot of like, uh, Jaden Smith has a lot of rock influence. Willow. In his music. Willow has a lot of, definitely has a lot Willow. of rock influence. Like, 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 yeah, Willow is like a very good, like, you know, like, like classic, like, like she's a type of music, like, like listen to me, like listen to like, listen to like some rock music at like a boardwalk, like that type of vibe as a sunset, mm-hmm. so she, she's on the stage, like at a restaurant, like that type of rock, you know? Mm-hmm. Not like screaming. Yeah, I mean, rock. yeah. Um, rock is. I, I definitely, I definitely agree. But it just, it just so crazy, you know. Like pop is like you know, like a culmination of all sorts of music, you know. Like oh yeah, uh, definitely. I think that's yeah, what makes it pop, right? Like that's rock, what makes yeah. it mainstream is like a bunch of genres coming together to make one sound or one mood. Yeah. Right. Like, I I agree. In this case, it's like music is something that we should explore more, right? Because even though there's like, for me, what I learned, like, especially with this conversation is that like, because I listen to more poppy music, maybe I like personally want to spend more time listening to the lyrics more of, of something I can relate to, right? Like something that's showing the insecurity at that time instead of sort of a post thing where they're just doing inspirational stuff so like makes is there something that like a tip like for music lovers right or people who want to start getting into the nitty-gritty of music what is like advice you would give them if you want to like i guess like expand on your taste is that what you're saying yeah or Or, like you want to explain learn more about music yeah yeah okay well um, for me, basically, what I mean, my best advice is, you know, just listen to something you want to listen to. Like, if you want to listen to, you know, like, if you want to listen to more R&B, or like, soulful songs, go for it. If you want to look for, like, um, you know, like, songs that are more lyrical, like, that have a deeper, like, meaning behind the, behind the book or behind the cover, then, yeah, I mean, like, experiments on it. Because, you know, like, music mm. is such a, such a, like, you know, like, an inspirational like just a universal language like it appeals to like people of all kinds and you know with such a growing society that we're in it's it's always just best to explore you know like because you can't just like like it, it was it's so it was so nice to you know like just listen to new things you know like try new things that are like you know in a new lane i i feel like you know once you explore new things you appreciate more things yeah i mean you can you can start at like different eras like the 90s, 80s, 2000s, 2010s, you know, like look mm-hmm. at a genre that you want to mm-hmm. do. Um, just, yeah, just like, it's it's very fun, you know, just like listen to new music, learn about the artists. What do you got to mm-hmm. say, Quinn? What do you got to say? Um, I'd say check out any genres that you may have an interest in, as with the internet nowadays is Spotify, Apple Music. 
YouTube even. So there's bound to be playlists and albums dedicated to specific genres that you may be interested in. So don't Yo, be afraid. What if we made a playlist for the listeners? We do. Well, oh yeah, <laughs> no, we do. Oh, I, we do have a playlist. Um, oh, cool, it's, cool. It's like Sunday. Not Steel. really, because it's because there's only like two songs in there. What do you so. mean? I added the songs, Claire. I even been tweeting that. Oh, I'm stupid. I didn't even see. I'm sorry. But yeah, anyways, yeah, guys, I'm wanna... sorry. But before we had like two yeah. songs, not anymore. Makes you want to contribute? My apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can send me the link. I'll, I'll, I'll like put some songs okay. that I really like. Or you could just be like, like if you want to anytime, yeah, you can just send it to us. Like we don't our vibe, like our playlist is just called Sunday playlist. Any song that we listen to, like is good for Sunday. Like anything. Oh, I got a lot that's of songs, you know, like, vibes for Sunday. That's all. Exactly. Any anytime you can just add some. Yeah, Go ahead. You. Yeah. Yeah. Just Honestly, let us know and we'll add it and we'll tweet it. Another thing about you know, like trying to like get into music, it's always great to be open minded. It's always mm-hmm. great to, you know, like Oh yes. What, what what I remember you guys said like your friend group has is very diverse in like I guess like um interests. And it's it's a great thing to you know like expand your interests, expand your you know like it's good to be around different kinds of people because you know like those people will have like you know some sort of influence on you. And I think that's mm-hmm. like that's that's a great thing because like not just music, it's it can like you know like make you more open to different things make you more explorative uh, more you know more just I guess more like interested in different things and when it comes to music you know like no one's taste is going to be like the same as other like you're going to have like you're going to meet people with like very similar tastes to you like my like some of the best conversations I've had are like just talking about music like this conversation is so fun because you know we just you know shared interests and we like and that definitely opened me up until you know like listen to more songs like when you when you when you're just talking about you know, like music, some things that you know interest you, I think it's pretty interesting. It's a very good conversation. Definitely be like open minded. Like, like you can like like it's great to like your own music, but it's also great to like you know like listen to what other people listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, another tip I'd like to give you know just to like start the week off right is um, you know, find some music you like, find you know something you want to just enjoy. You know, maybe go on a walk and listen to, put some headphones on, or go mm-hmm. exercise, or go dance, or go on a little drive and just, you know, forget about, you know, all these stresses in life. Forget about, forget about, you know, like, like all these, like, things that worry you. Because, like, you know, those things are just temporary. Uh, but the important thing is, you know, taking care of yourself. And music is a very, like, therapeutic agent. Like, yeah, it's always, it's always nice, you know, like, you remove yourself from the world a little, be in your own mind listen to music and take care of yourself yeah you know, whether it be like dancing exercising walking you know just even just sitting down or being in your car like listen listen to some music that makes me makes you happy makes you want to smile just makes you you know makes you positive like puts you in the right state of mind i i think i talked about this with you mace but if you're really into a song and the artist doesn't have any other songs like that like I think you can search by producer, right? You like, could, yeah. You, you can make a playlist idea. of like songs that just one producer made, or yeah, like I was super involved. That's a good in. idea. So have a you have, producer, yeah. yeah. So you have songs that are like similar in a different way, like connected not by artist but by producer. So that's a yeah, tip like, for a playlist. 
yeah because like producers you know they have their own like you know their own unique sound their own provocative sound like when i'm listening mm-hmm. to pharrell and chad chad hugo like the neptunes like i hear their like spacey sound like they're when i listen to kanye west produced tracks i listen to i look for like that like soulful soulful like type of production and when i listen to like dr dre i listen i listen to more like funky funky type stuff but yeah well once again that's all we have for you guys today thank you so much for listening oh my god sunday yes lord <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all y'all take care of yourselves <laughs>